Welcome to Original Talks. We're sitting down with big and small business owners across the globe to speak about their entrepreneurial and leadership journey, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Today we have Anthony Wilson, a proud Naranjiri and Ghana man with also ties to Naranga and Arente country, who launched into his career as an entrepreneur becoming a founder and managing director for his company Nude Australia. Nude Australia is an Aboriginal company who supplies a natural, sustainable and environmentally friendly range of products that are made using environmentally sustainable formulas that feature native Australian botanicals. Anthony has had an elected career over the years, including being drafted to the AFL by the Adelaide Football Club, but decided to move away from the 9 to 5 grind and footballing arena by establishing himself as an up-and-coming business owner. We're grateful he took some time to speak with us today while on a mate's bucks weekend. We spoke about his mission and a strong passion for Aboriginal youth, the environment, and his pathway to becoming an entrepreneur. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How's everything? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, really. So let's start from the beginning. Just tell us a bit about your background, who you are, what you do. My name's Anthony Wilson. I uh, grew up in Adelaide. I'm a proud uh, Ghana, Northern Jerry man. So um, Ghana is, is the Adelaide Plains mob here. Um, the Northern Jerry mob are all from all down the Coorong. So from a place called Murray Bridge, right down to Kingston, um, the southeast coast of, of South Australia. Um, also have family ties to Aranda country up in Alice Springs, the Naranga people in the York Peninsula. Yeah, so a little bit of me, obviously, uh, graduated high school in 2010 yeah I, I went on to do a few different things so I uh, worked in sport and rec for a few years um, decided I wanted to go to uni uh, I went to uni and yeah definitely wasn't my thing um, I, I went into teaching I went into business management all those sorts of things and, and yeah just sort of never really enjoyed my time there and then I went into working with youth programs um, insurance compliance or whole different range of jobs yeah and then I was, I was pretty lucky and, and pretty fortunate that um, I guess sports and football's always been a, a big thing for me and I was pretty fortunate that I was able to be a professional sports player for for a short period of time I never got to play any games but it was uh, yeah, sort of uh, an enjoyable time yeah then from there I sort of went back into working in youth programs and then about yeah three years ago i started the idea of obviously starting um, my business um, starting nude australia and yeah as of 18 months ago just over 18 months ago we uh, officially launched um and it's been pretty pretty nice ever since so yeah i guess you know from from 18 months ago to now we've sort of grown quite quite quickly um we we now supply about uh, 18 hotels um nationally with um hotel amenities uh we supply perth airport with some some of our hand sanitizer um, and obviously, yeah, just a few other smaller contracts along the way. So uh, we've grown quite, quite quickly. A little bit of thanks to the um, COVID year and in the hand hygiene space, it's probably grown massively for us. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting journey so far. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So how did you come up with the idea and concept to go into this? Because clearly your path to actually get to your running and owning a company was quite complex, actually, to kind of get to where you are now. Look, it, it, look I sort of always felt that I'd always wanted to start something and, and start a business. And um, I thought it'd be a really cool thing to do. Um, and I had that idea since I was, I was pretty young. But what, what to do was sort of uh, the next the next phase. Um, 
so then obviously along came um, obviously the food game of native native um, botanicals um, and then I uh, got a whiff of a of a story around um, native botanicals in hand hygiene and I thought okay this could be quite um, quite a good good thing to jump in on I pitched my idea to uh, a, a friend of mine who is now my business partner and yeah he pretty much turned around and goes made up I love it let's let's do it right. so he obviously was the was a man behind the scenes and obviously you know put his bit of time and effort and um, a bit of cash into the into the business and away away we went so yeah obviously now we're yeah 18 months into a business and sort of going very well so yeah it sort of just come come about just from you know I guess keeping your, your head low to the ground and, and keeping your ears out and hearing hearing what could be a big thing I think there's a plenty of opportunities for you know especially with native botanicals uh, different mm. spaces where it can grow obviously the food space is one hand hygiene is another um which we're in at the moment and you know i think there's you know a lot of people doing some some really good things so that's really cool was there a problem you were trying to solve or like did, how did you find your niche in the market i suppose because like native botanicals is like i guess it is quite niche essentially and like since you're like a like young indigenous company like you're kind of in the forefront of being kind of different in a sense because you have that so much history and background to your company yeah i guess yeah for me it was all about what what can we do a little bit different that everyone else is doing so obviously I had a lot of people doing a lot of stuff with, with synthetic oils and things like that and what we wanted to do was really keep it to, and I guess it goes back to the name of, of nude. Um, you know, we wanted to try and keep things as natural as possible. So what we did with what we did with our hand, especially our hand sanitizer. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was try and keep it as natural as possible and utilize as many different native botanicals as we could, and just to create something a little bit different. So obviously for me, like you know, using hand sanitizers, you know, you use some that are very horrible on your hands and all those mm-hmm. things. So what we what we decided to do was actually. Um, utilize the oils that we would get from the native botanicals and um, yeah obviously use it almost as a moisturizer as well as a um, hand sanitizer very cool and where do you get your native botanicals like do you have a supplier or do you have a business or someone you work with like solely to get all these or do you go to different places to get all these yeah, so they come from all, all different spaces. Uh, sorry, all different places. Uh, what we are, what we, what is big for me is I, I really want to grow um, indigenous harvesting um, nationally. So I think it's something like two percent of native botanicals are harvested by Aboriginal communities or families or or business people. So I'd love to be able to help grow that that market. And I guess that's you know obviously now you've got the food game, you got now hand hygiene and and so on and so on. Yeah, you, you can really really grow that market so a bit of a difficult one because you're trying to either put the you know the horse before the cart and so yeah. on so chicken for the egg sort of thing so yeah. what comes first the, the the harvesting or or the business definitely and what did you what do you enjoy about being an entrepreneur and also what's challenging about being an entrepreneur because this is such a young company and you're so new to the game I suppose what do you find challenging and good about being an entrepreneur I suppose yeah I guess uh, the challenging part is obviously not having much business experience. So really learning on the go. Um, but at the same time, it's probably one of the most exciting things is you get to learn yeah. different things every single day. So you're constantly, you know, diving in the deep end, you know, mm. um, you know head first really. And I, and I sort of enjoy that. I'm not someone who loves to be a structured nine to five sort of person and I've never ever wanted to sort of do that um so yeah for for me it's just been um an interesting time and it's been um yeah I think every every day is a bit of a challenge but it's also the excitement of it that I I love um which has been been fun like I mean 
we've just launched a new new website so we've obviously got um you know the the new stuff is all about you know, how do we take orders off of it how do we ship it all all those sorts of things so um, we originally started in that B2B space and I got my head around that, which is how it works, all those sorts of things, which is, which is great. But now, yeah, sort of having the website there is, is, is a great fun. That's really cool. By the way, I love your website. I actually wanted to comment on that. Um, like it's so aesthetically beautiful and I think it really captures your company. Who, who came up with, I guess, the aesthetic of it all? Did you hire a graphic designer or a web designer to come up with this? Or did you have a mood board with your partner and you're like, this is kind of what we want because it's just so it's, I love the illustrations are so simple and they, I think they really connect well to your brand identity and it just, it looks amazing. So what we did is obviously we, we have a, a really good team of um, graphic designers and shout out to Ollie and Gosh yeah. um, <laughs> who, are, who are, who are absolutely great people as well. So they're just a, a couple who are obviously in the, in the graphic space, uh, graphic design space. Yeah. We reached out to those guys and obviously explained what we were trying to do. Um, what we wanted the, 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 I guess, the feel to be, the, the whole story behind um, what we were trying to do, and and obviously let them do their do their things. So obviously, they're graphic designers for a reason. We didn't put too many limitations on what they can and can't do. Obviously, that's a that's a reason they're there for. Massive thanks to those two who actually pretty much um, understood the mood brand and and what we were trying to achieve, and yeah, probably captured it really really well in their graphic design stuff. Absolutely. No, it looks awesome. And as since now that you've been an entrepreneur for a little bit of time, what are mistakes do you feel like you could have avoided or that you can probably tell people not to take or not or not a decision to make as an entrepreneur who's starting a business who really doesn't have that much business experience like you said like you said that you didn't have when you started? Look, if I could go back, I would probably yeah, not rush too much on obviously the design mm-hmm. side of things probably do a lot more research on the market mm. and even just the, the the formulations of products like spend a bit of didn't spend enough time probably tweaking them beforehand and we yeah so obviously for me it was you know we sort of were able and and again thanks to covid we were able to get modifications made to our formulations to either make things a better product or you know add a bit more of a fragrance here and, and so on and so on so that was sort of my thing was we sort of rushed a little bit um, when we probably could have held off another three or four months and waited to the new year and just got feedback on the products from absolutely. The so why, why the feel? Why did you feel the need to rush though? Is it because you're really excited about starting the company, or is it purely because you your characteristic is that you're a little bit impatient and you really, really, really just wanted to hurry up and uh, get off? Yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, definitely that one. So um, yeah, a little bit impatient yeah. and excited, <laughs> and excited. Obviously, you know, to to get it out there, it's a, a long time to be able to. I think we had 12 months where I announced that I was going on a business adventure. And then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, within 12 months, I was trying to obviously fast track everything, fast track it. And <laughs> it, yeah, so it didn't pan out too too well. But uh, yeah, you know, it's obviously here we are. Yeah, well, there you go. Exactly. So what are the characteristics do you think that could be like important for a start, like a, as a leader for a startup company? Because obviously you and your business partner work together. Does he have certain uh, strengths that you have and weaknesses and vice versa? Yeah, look, um, obviously, my, my business partner has been in business for about 20 odd years. So he's got a lot of experience, um, okay. in especially especially that B2B space where okay. that's sort of his background, which has been good. Obviously, the idea, idea is how we can do things a little different, a little bit more updated. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes a bit, he's a bit old school and um, very hands on where I'm like, hey, you know, I want to be able to make things very easy. Um, I want things to be able to move from A to B without someone else having to touch up on the way through so yeah. 
that's sort of where I've come into it and, and added a few more different ideas for him and, and, and you know, pitched some ideas that obviously he probably never thought of because he's just done things the same little way. Old for, school. For a little old school. Little old school, which is yeah. good though. Like, you know, obviously he's, he's a very hardworking man. He's obviously done well with his business um, to be around for 20 years. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, and, they're, and they're, growing, they're growing from strength to strength. And um, yeah, look, if I can hopefully have a successful business like his. And, I'm, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, it's all right. But also, I just wanted to also ask with the competitors, because like, I don't know many people in your industry and I want to know, do you have a lot of competitors? And if you do, how do you stay different from your competitors? Yeah, look, there, there are a few, um, probably not so much in the B2B, but in yeah. the retail space there is. The B2B space is probably a great one. Obviously, hand hygiene is massive now, obviously due to COVID. Huge. So everybody wants hand soaps, everyone wants dispensers, everyone wants sanitizers and dispensers and things like that so for us we're, we're sort of that niche in the market and i try to you know obviously you got your companies mm-hmm. like your purell and things like that aquium who are everyone <laughs> want to buy yes. um but we sort of offer that point of difference of you know well not only are you sanitizing hands you're also keeping hands moisturized and not drying out and you're not cracking your, your, your dry skin and all those mm-hmm. sorts of things so yeah i mean our, our point of difference is that you know, we, we put a lot of thought into what goes into our products and how they're utilized. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been an interesting, interesting uh, time, but I mean, like, look, you're always going to have competitors. And obviously mm. for me, it was, we have a probably a, right now, a small window where we can, um, uh, I guess a short window now where someone else might try and emulate what we're doing and we just have to sort of make the most of what we can now. And obviously we're always going to be the original, the original and people can absolutely do that you know copy that really and um how have you gained your customers trust in your products probably probably more so more so with the i guess the the hand hygiene the sanitizing space uh, we have really done quite well all of our all of our chemicals or i wouldn't say chemicals but all of our cleaning products are all fully biodegradable green like a green friendly range for us so yeah obviously some people will love that some people obviously still love to use bleach so you know that love the mm-hmm. you know everything everything's cleaned with bleach. That's the only way it's going to be clean. So, oh um, you know, and at the end of the day, that's that's people's preference. Um, mm-hmm. And what we try and do is we try and target where we think we can actually fit in. And it's you know it's finding the gaps in the market that you can almost squeeze into and then grow from there. So um, you're going to have people that you're going to have people that will absolutely adore your products and and want to do everything right by you know helping. And in the small indigenous business grow. Um, Absolutely. And people who don't, who don't obviously care about it too much. So it's just about finding that balance and finding those, those opportunities. Um, mm. And I said, luckily we're able to um, gain the tender with the Perth airport and then, yeah, so on. And it's sort of slowly going. So where your, where your yeah. products are in the Perth airport. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we get to we supply hand sanitizer there, but we now have uh, we now it's now fifty fifty contract. Cool. So it's like we share it, we share it with someone else. So I'm just sort of worried about my. Oh, okay, <laughs> we won't talk about that. It's fine. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how do you get a partnership with Perth Airport, or like who? How does that even happen? Because you're such a small company, you're growing, and like how does that work? It's so amazing to like accomplish that. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Obviously, in our first sort of eighteen months, to be able to absolutely sort of attend that big is quite quite a 
quite an amazing thing. Um, we just really, all we did is really applied for the tender and obviously shared the story of what Nude is and yeah. what we're trying to do and what we want to achieve. Yeah, we, we sort of were like, you know, they sort of had a requirement for what they wanted and it was, yeah. no this, no that, nothing of this sort. And we're just like, okay, well, here you go. Here's well, everything. Here we go. Go. We'll, send it. we'll send some samples over and they're like, Awesome. actually we do love this one so we will keep it so um so cool. yeah it was 50 to 60 different companies and yeah we Whoa. were yeah successful so that was yeah that was quite a, a massive win for us and sort of hopefully um the plan is to sort of get all the um main airports on i think so that'd be pretty um, cool yeah, so that, are you going to try yeah. to do your own airport next to, um in adelaide is that going to be the next one or are you currently there at the moment with your products? Uh, look, it's, it's in this, we're, we're having a discussion at the moment, obviously, <laughs> due, to, due to COVID, there's, um, yeah, obviously the, the airports obviously don't do it, but um, yeah, they do have a supply that on, so cool. nudge along to, you know, just put yeah. ours in there instead. So we'll see how we go. That's really it's cool. That's awesome. So obviously you're all about like, I guess, being eco-friendly, biodegradable, I guess, all this kind of stuff. So also I wanted to know about your um, foundation. I saw that you had a foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about that if that's okay? Yeah, look, obviously it's still in, uh, it's still in a bit of a working progress, the mm-hmm. foundation. I guess the way I see the foundation is is almost being a philanthropic version, no, not version, a philanthropic fund where it's just a pool of money that goes back to helping community, especially here in South Australia, and helping create, um, you know, helping support kids in schools, unis. We get to the point where we can help um, invest into the infrastructure or community. Um, that's sort of where I want it to be. So at the moment, what I want to do is obviously I set it up so it's, you know, obviously we'll donate 10% back. Um, and then what I sort of want to do is, is get other Aboriginal businesses within South Australia to also donate money back to it. And then we'll have a board that sort of oversees it, have some project managers to then talk about where the money's best best going to. So for me, it's, it's an opportunity to create something different. There's a lot of charities out there that want to give back. The best way to do it is get community together to build a, a, a pool of money that goes back to Indigenous communities here within South Australia. Absolutely. That's sort of my, my vision for it. And I'm still sort of, obviously, at the moment, I'm busy trying to obviously get mood <laughs> off the ground and then obviously have the foundation at the same time. So Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just obviously one one thing for the other. And yeah, hopefully in the next sort of yeah 12 months, we can have things all sorted. That's really um, amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. I hope it really does grow and I hope it really does actually get like get off the ground and, like you can actually give back to the community. That'd be so phenomenal. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, it'd be fantastic if we can get there at some point. And I obviously see this the foundation the, and the pool of money being a, a 10 to 20 year project rather than yeah. a three to five year project. And that's something that's yeah I'm trying to trying to do is, is get people to understand it's it's a it's a long term long term uh, game rather than a, a short sprint. Yeah. That's all, all well and good to to worry about the now but you gotta worry about for the next generation and the mm-hmm. generations after that yeah fingers crossed that's pretty impressive so okay. is that do you feel like that's the foundation and besides aside from your actual foundation is that literally the foundation of your company about longevity making sure yeah. that you can give back that's essentially would you say yeah so that's, that's super important for me you know like it's all worry about the now and and be a an overnight success in business um, and have all this money but what about the 20 years from now when we have kids and and grandkids and so on and so on obviously you know when I when I have kids I want them to be able to you know have have those sorts of things um yeah hopefully in the in sort of the next few 
hopefully in the next six months I can sort of have this foundation sort of out within communities and talking to them and talking to communities about what what we want to do with the foundation and how it work all those things um but at, at the moment it's more so get some you know obviously get moved off the ground and yeah you know, pay some bills <laughs> do you feel like financially this has been a big strain for you <laughs> this company taking this uh, yeah it's been okay obviously yeah a pretty comfortable job yeah where I was there for a few years um traveling around running yeah. programs for for young Aboriginal kids which is which is great and super fun but I was telling the kids to chase after their their dreams and I felt like a bit of a hypocrite when I'm standing there oh. talking to them and I'm not doing my own thing so I was like, <laughs> maybe it's time maybe maybe because I'm feeling this way it's time for me to you know, move on and um, absolutely do something do something different and actually go and go and start that business because I think it was sitting there for a while before I actually left and jumped off jumped off the uh nine to five and went into working <laughs> at uh seven to seven so what what was the um, light bulb moment that made you go okay today or tomorrow doing it it's happening so obviously you were saying before we we're telling the kids to like follow your dreams you're like well I'm not really following mine what was the moment you're like no nah, it's 100 percent happening today I'm making it quit the job I'm doing it putting my two weeks notice in yeah I don't, I don't know what the light bulb moment was I just yeah I remember um yeah it just sort of clicked and I was just like oh well, I've got to do this like if I'm gonna do it it has to be now it can't be another 12 months from now it was it was cool it was uh interesting very cool and who do you look for advice and mentorship when it comes to business look I've obviously got a few people that I I lean on for support so obviously my business partner for one but sometimes it is a um, bit of an interesting one because obviously he's in the business as much as my, I, I try and look for people outside. So I've got, I've got a lady by the name of Lisa Carroll who um, runs Native Extracts Australia. Um, just out in, I think it's up in here, Byron Bay way. And then I also have a fellow by the name of David Slammer who um, is actually a part of Business SA and um, is one of the heads of Business SA in, uh, down here in Adelaide. And then there's a, yeah, a few more people that have just sort of slipped my mind that I'm just sort of like... Okay, don't want to put you on the spot. Sorry, I can't give them a plug in right now. But yeah, they're, they're definitely two people that I, I lean on a fair bit for advice, um, especially yeah. around business. And obviously, you know, especially Lisa, she's such a great person to, to talk to and always has some fresh ideas and great to, to have people like that. That's really cool. That's awesome. And in the future, are you planning to expand internationally or are you going to go stay within Australia? Like what's the plan in that sense? Are you excited about yeah, it? Yeah, look, yeah. obviously, like, uh, yeah, right now we're just trying to get a bigger footprint nationally, which yes. would be great. And eventually, hopefully, we can do something around, yeah, international. I think anything to do with Native Australian products, anything like that, has a bigger market overseas than it does here, which is quite crazy. You know, I know places like, you know, China, Japan, the US, they love anything to do with Australia. They think we're just the weirdest and craziest, coolest people ever, <laughs> which is cool. But um, yeah, so obviously for me, it's about to um, yeah do that and, um, at some point. Yeah, right now, the next sort of six to 12 months is, is really focusing on growing our footprint nationally. And that's both in the, the B2B space and then the B2C. So, so obviously we've had some pre-orders on our website, um, which has been great. But obviously not a whole lot. We haven't really pushed a whole lot through our social channels, but hopefully in the next sort of yeah, few few months we'll push a bit more and launch it officially as of January. 
very very exciting 2021 hopefully will be a little bit better let's hope yeah fingers crossed eh? i don't know if we'll have a vaccine that whole situation uh, i don't don't, yeah let's see how yeah i don't know and uh final question for the whole interview question is if you had one piece of advice to someone who's starting out as an entrepreneur what would it be (laughs) it's a heavy load of questions yeah yeah i think just just jump into it like it's you know like you just learn from your mistakes learn from learn from the people around you that's always the best way that's sort of the way I've learned you know um, it's all well and good to be like oh I've done this course done this course business is never that easy as they make it to sound out to be in yeah. in courses you know like who would have ever thought you'd, you'd have to try and run it? like I'd have to try and run a business that I was in for six months during the pandemic you don't you can't literally prepare yourself for that but yeah, just in, like literally jump in, have a like seriously have a genuine crack, and obviously the the great thing about it is you become a bit more flexible with your, your with your working hours and, and things like that, and you get to enjoy a bit bit more time. So like I said, like, you know, doing seven to seven each day is, is fun, yeah. but um, at the same time, it's uh yeah, this year's sort of been a challenge. But yeah, I'm I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad that I'm not stuck in an office nine to five. Like I get to sit out the back and enjoy um some sun and do an interview. Like it's so cool. Yeah, I never thought I'd be <laughs> doing something like this. Like, so yeah, it's very uh, different. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it, and thank you for taking the time because I know you're a busy person. So I appreciate it. Thank you. No, that's all right. Thank you very much. It's uh, very nice to have a chat and, and nice to meet you. And thank you. Thank you so much and uh, have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Bye.